we're back recording again two podcasts in one week this is unheard of for me but today <laughs> today i'm here with presley squire yeah. so presley is one of my friends from high school and she's also up here at utah state and we've gotten a lot closer since we've been up here we have a few yes. classes together and we work together Zupas. at zupas go, go 50% off right now guys download that off so the reason I'm recording this back to back so fast is because Presley's leaving on a mission next semester. So this is like her last week up here. Yes. So I needed a snagger for the Had pod before she left. Pod. So for today's topic, we're going to be talking about things no one tells you about college because there's a lot. This is kind of mainly for like a younger audience. Like I know my little sister's heading to college next year and just anyone, like some friends I have in high school that are heading yeah. to college. Like there's a lot that no one talks about mm-hmm. that I would have loved to know before I came up to college. Mm-hmm. And this just kind of been our experience being in college and just tips that we found that have helped us. We're both kind of stress heads when it comes to school and like we found that out and just some tips on like how to stay motivated and not procrastinate. Okay so the first thing that literally nobody talks about is the transition to college and how hard that is. It's such a weird transition that nobody talks about like just kind of being thrown into like living with roommates and especially for me I've never moved out of my house. I've lived in the same place my whole life and so that first week was hell for me. Like I literally cried myself to sleep every night it was so bad I couldn't sleep I just felt like so out of body like my whole like circadian rhythm was off and it was such a hard transition (laughs) transition and I feel like everyone's like oh my gosh like your freshman year of college it's the best year of your life it's It's, hard at first and no one tells you that so just be prepared for that did you have a hard time with your transition I don't know maybe that's just me no I definitely did it's like so it's so different you're going Mm -hmm. from just like from like being taken care of all the time to like you're literally on your own you have to do everything by yourself basically yes. especially like if you're far away we're not even that far you have to like keep yourself in line mm-hmm. like church for example mm-hmm. like if you don't go to church like no one's making you go to church everything's kind of up to you and which is like has its pros and cons mm-hmm. i guess and kind of on the contrary to that like it is also so fun to not have any like no yeah. parents telling you what to do it literally feels like you're just on your own you can do whatever you want you can go to bed at four or you can make your own dinner except that's not really a good perk i actually <laughs> wish my mom made me dinner every night yeah it's a transition that I was not expecting at all. Like, I was hyped to go to college. I was so excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to love it. I'm with all my friends right off the bat. It's going to be great. And then I was like, what is happening? Like, I was like, this yeah. is the end of the world. What am I doing? I'm going to move home. Like, it was awful. So just kind of knowing that is a good thing to realize because it's not going to be unicorns and rainbows that first week in college. Yeah. Like, it's a little hard. But now being a few months into college, I feel like it is so much fun. And personally, I freaking love it okay i feel like for me there was like so much going on at the beginning of the year like so many welcome activities that really like made me excited Mm -hmm. and i feel like now you kind of have to find things for yourself to do because there's just not as much going on so it's a little bit harder there yeah i totally agree like that first week we moved up here there was like an activity every single night of something fun to do like a concert or like a well true aggie night or something fun like that there was always activities which it was so easy to like meet people and stay busy which was really fun and for me i feel like you found a lot of people like older people to hang out with and I'm almost in the mindset of like I'm leaving soon why yeah what's the point of going out and meeting people when I'm gonna leave yeah that's true I feel like a lot of the friends we've had and a lot of the people we've met are older so they like know the social events and know what's fun or and like kind of know what to do up here in Logan which has been really nice to go hang out with them so that's been really nice another thing that's so important is that your status in high school like if you're popular or not it really does not matter in college you can no. really reinvent yourself I know we've said that on other podcasts but it's such 
a good time to just kind of create the person you want to be because no one cares who you were in high school because no one knows you. And also you might find yourself being friends with people that you're Mm -hmm. like, I've never been friends with you at high school, but it's like, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I would have never been friends with that. (laughs) We like hated each other in high school. (laughs) And maybe because that's just kind of like a sense of comfort, like a familiarity of like knowing someone because it's, you're meeting thousands of new people. Okay, not thousands, (laughs) but like lots of new people. So just having someone you know is really nice. Yeah. And then kind of going along with that, a lot of people say like, don't go to college with friends. It's so good to go alone and just like gain that confidence of being by yourself and meeting new people. But for me, me and you, I came up here with friends from my high school that I already knew, which I was like a little nervous about, to be honest, because I was like, I really want to make sure I'm still meeting new people and I'm not just like staying in my bubble, which I feel like I've totally been able to do. Yeah, I feel like it's helpful. Like I came up with like one friend, shout out Rachel, and like we're able to go meet new people together, which has been nice. So it's like you can do it both ways. You can go alone and you're going to meet people. You can go with one person five people it all just matters on what you're doing basically Mm -hmm. like if you're going out trying to meet new like to be honest for me and my roommates I feel like we don't see each other like a ton because we all have different school schedules and work schedules so like the moments when we do see each other and we all come back and hang out it's like so fun and we just like recap on each other's lives it's really just so fun like it's like a sleepover every night yeah it's like you're like playing house together and you live in like a dorm it's so fun I really do love it everyone is just so nice up here too like maybe it's just Utah State but everyone I've met is so cool down to earth everyone's so sick and it's so fun meeting these people so I feel like guys are way more mature and like fun to hang out with and they actually like initiate plans to do stuff instead of like oh let's go drive around or like let's go to the basketball game like Mm -hmm. actually come up with fun stuff and then the other day someone from Provo was like well I feel like people at Utah State think they're rivals with BYU which I'm like literally nobody thinks so yeah like everyone's doing their own thing nobody really cares like shout out to my friends in Provo like I love Provo but I feel like nobody needs to compare like what college everyone's doing their own thing and I don't compare yourself Mm -hmm. I guess yeah like every college is great I love BYU love Provo no hate to them but I just personally chose to go to Utah State but that doesn't mean I'm rivals with BYU and I hate BYU like no they're great I just personally chose to be up here And then for me, my junior year, like end of junior year of high school, I got super anxious and stressed about like going to college. It kind of felt like I had to jump off a cliff in a sense of like, go live on your own, Mm -hmm. like be by yourself, do your own thing, go to college, figure out your major. What do you want to do with the rest of your life? But it really isn't like that at all. It's not as bad as people say. Another thing people say a lot is how hard school is, which Mm -hmm. is like, yes, true, but it's also how you manage it. I feel like it's just a lot different from learning in high school. Like a lot of it's just like lectures Mm -hmm. and it's kind of requires you to really do the work by yourself. It's not as bad as people think. It is definitely harder, but it's not horrible. And there's also like not as much busy work as there is in high school. It's kind of like, do you feel like there is? I feel like there's so much busy work. Really? I feel feel like like my classes are just like notes, tests. But also, we're literally just in our generals first First semester. semester. So it's like, it really depends on your classes. Yeah, and I also just feel like the workload is very continuous. It doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. They just are shooting a million assignments at you at once. Yeah, and you're never really, like, done. Because you're always, like, thinking about, oh, next next week I have this. The next assignment. You never get a day off. So kind of going into the next segment of this, we both took a course called Connections, which is basically just like a program that was before we started our first semester, just like the first week of school, basically. And it was just kind of to help us learn like how to be a smart learner and what the purpose of college is and like why we're in school. And a big thing I took away from that is that you're going to be in a lot of classes that you don't care about like I'm taking bio 1010 right now like I don't care about biology I'm never going to go into biology but it's just teaching me how to become a smart learner and kind of helps you develop like critical thinking and problem solving and helps you to become a hard worker more than anything 
Okay, it's also, like, not what you're learning about. It's, like, the effort that you're putting into it. And you're not going to remember that little math problem that you did, but you're going to remember, like, the stress and how you overcame that stress. Mm -hmm. That's really what school is just about. Because, like, math, like, you're never going to use cosine and tangent in your daily life. But just learning how to problem solve quite literally helps you later in life. It expands your mind, too. Like, we learned this in our Zupas training for some reason, but they talk a lot about, like, a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset because the growth mindset yeah. is kind of just, like, I'm never going to get there. And then a – or, sorry, a fixed mindset is, like, I'm never going to get there. And then mm-hmm. a growth mindset is, I'm not there yet. I will get there. And we'll be able to get a good score on this exam or something like that. I feel like a lot of people in high school told me this, and even now in college, and Presley can relate to this too, but a lot of people will be like, oh, Ellie, like, you're so smart. I wish I was smart like you. And I want to tell them, like, no, I just work hard. Like, you could do it too. You, I put in a lot of work to get the scores I get and to get the grades that I get. But then there's also just those annoying people that are just geniuses and there's nothing you can do about it. Like some people are just born smart and they don't have to work and get a perfect score, which is just how life is. Life's unfair. Okay, and this isn't meant to be like annoying, but like we both got a 4.0 in high school, mm-hmm. not in a way of like we're geniuses, but because we worked hard and mm-hmm. like we were assertive with our teachers and like literally you can finesse the system. <laughs> yes, I you believe. can. Because, like, I would just stay after school, email my teachers. Like, I wouldn't give up. And they saw that I cared. And then they cared more about helping me. Yeah, and I feel like you kind of can receive hate for this and be, like, yes. seen as a teacher's <laughs> pet in a way. Like, I know a lot of my friends would think that Same. about me. But you just kind of have to not care. Like, if I came in late or missed a class or am going to be gone on a trip, I'd always go up to my professors or my teachers and I'd be like, I'm going to be gone. Like, what did I miss? Or what do I need to get done? And it just kind of shows them that you care. Mm-hmm. Because if you're kind of showing them that you're interested in the class and they're way more likely to help you yeah kind of moving to more of the negatives that are associated with school my mom always says education's waste on the young which if you think about it is really true because like as students we're taking like a ton of different classes and are just overloaded with information yeah. that we're kind of like forced to do in a way like we're kind of forced to learn and most of the time it's about topics that we don't really care about you know like i'm we're both in this marriage and family relations class and it's actually interesting because yeah. i want to learn about stuff like that and then i in like bio and I don't care about biology but something that I've found really good for me is that if you can't get out of it get into it you might as well just do your best because most likely you're gonna have to take that class so just finding like study tips and study habits that work for you and just how to kind of retain that information is really helpful like obviously you're not gonna be able to take a ton of fun classes you're gonna have to take some classes that you genuinely just don't care about at all yeah but like we said that's just kind of like getting you closer and teaching you how to become a learner Mm -hmm. and I feel like college you do have a lot more freedom which Mm -hmm. is really nice like a lot of the time in your essays you're choosing what to write about yeah and I feel like when we're able to kind of choose what we want to learn about or want to talk about it's makes you so much more interested in it yeah like Like for me I love researching things from this podcast like I look up like psychologists on TikTok or like YouTube videos of people talking about this or I Mm -hmm. love listening to other podcasts and getting information like it's so fun for me And I also have been doing Duolingo every day because I took Spanish in high school. It didn't really help because I didn't allow myself to learn it. Mm -hmm. Also, Spanish in high school just sucks. But I've been doing Duolingo every single day. I just hit my 78-day streak. (laughs) And I literally just do it for five minutes a day because I want to do it and I want to learn that, which has been really fun for me. I, like, look up YouTube videos and, like, how to conjugate verbs and stuff like that because it's just something I'm interested in. 
And then another thing I love to do, I'm like obsessed with learning new words. Like I love expanding my vocabulary and I feel like a lot of that comes from reading. I love reading and learning new big words to use. It's like one of my favorite things. Yeah, and I feel like college really helps you do that. Like you're forced to expand your vocabulary in your essays, in mm -hmm. your work, and they really look for that stuff. Like I have an app on my phone and it's like a word of the day. And I learn a new word each day that I try to implement into my conversation. <laughs> but sometimes yes. they're just not good. If someone says a word, I'll like quickly look it up on my phone because I just love learning things like that. And it's just fun for me. As I'm interested in like learning new things, I think it's important to realize that like I don't know everything, obviously. I know I don't. And I want to learn new things and I'm inspired to learn new things because I feel like a lot of people that pretend that they know everything and act like they know it all genuinely don't. And it's important to like, mm -hmm. it's important to like be self-effacing at times and realize that you're not going to know it all. Because I feel like it's so much easier to connect to people when they are not like shoving it in your face that they know it all or have to like be right all the time. Yeah, I hate Water, water in your mouth. <laughs> Sorry, I was taking a sip. Um, it's so hard to like have a conversation with someone about something if they're just like right looking down on you and just like knowing they're right yes. and won't like Being condescending to you. towards yeah. you. Like, for example, I feel like I, if I ask a question to someone in class or something, they automatically think, like, oh, she doesn't know anything and yeah. start, like, acting like they're above me in some way. And I'm like, okay, asking questions isn't shouldn't be a negative thing. Yes. Like, it's okay to admit that you don't know something. And, like, some people might know a lot more than others. I saw a study that said that people that think they know it all actually don't end up being successful. Ooh. Because, like, there's a fine line. You can actually know a lot and be humble about it and not be condescending to others and then when you're you just claim that you know it all and never admit when you're wrong and that can be so annoying to people and makes people get mm -hmm. really annoyed with you trust me we have experience with <laughs> someone at work and we're not gonna name drop sorry yeah and I feel like some people love to argue and just won't back down and we're kind of both like pushovers I would say yeah. just like okay you win yeah it's but just it's, not worth it yeah yeah like if you really think you're right then okay you know like I could have my opinion about yeah. something but if that helps you get to sleep it's at night that you won in this argument that it's not worth a fight for me but yeah. okay next thing we're gonna kind of talk about is how to not procrastinate and how to be motivated in school and I'm honestly awful I'm like the worst procrastinator but Ellie has some tips so we're gonna we're gonna hear her out <laughs> yes so something my mom taught me that I literally live by is get the hard stuff done first. And this is kind of how I prevent myself from procrastinating and just get it done before I allow it to stress me out. And this is just my experience because I know a lot of people do their best work when they do procrastinate. Like Presley said, like she procrastinates a lot. And yeah, but like I know I'm going to get it done because I yes. always get it done before the deadline. So it's like, eh. <laughs> this is just for my people that do tend to feel stressed when they procrastinate and just kind of how to combat that. So kind of what procrastination is, is essentially just your mind trying to protect yourself from feeling something unpleasant or feeling like a form of anxiety. And we procrastinate because it's a form of stress relief for us. And like I said, like I don't procrastinate all the time, but I definitely do from time to time with a lot of things. But I think something important to remember is that you're not a procrastinator. You just have a habit of procrastinating. No, yeah. And I've heard like you can create a habit within 30 days, which is really not that long. So if you want to stop procrastinating, there is a way. <laughs> because procrastination is all kind of driven by the fear of feeling bad or stressed. So the way to kind of combat that is 
first to just kind of diagnose like why you're putting something off and acknowledge the stress. This will kind of allow you to be less fearful and to understand why you're feeling stress and that that causes you to become less stressed. Instead of not thinking about it at, at all, you're acknowledging why you're feeling that way. Really good. So when I was doing my research for this podcast, I saw this study that is so interesting. It says that your brain has a five second window when you have an idea to do something. And within that five seconds, your brain's going to come up with an excuse of why not to do it. Like... Mm an excuse of why you don't want to go to the gym or why you don't want to do that assignment that you've been putting off. And usually those things are under these three categories, boring, hard, or uncomfortable. Because that's usually stuff we procrastinate. You're not going to procrastinate something fun because you want to do that first, obviously. Yeah, I didn't know this before. So when you have an idea to do something, within five seconds of that thought, you need to do it before your mind tells you not to do it. I'm gonna start doing because I actually did not know that. I didn't either. Another thing I love doing is like counting down five, four, three, two, one, and then just doing something. When you count backwards, basically what you're doing is interrupting habit loop, and the counting backwards requires focus, so it awakens again your prefrontal cortex. So the counting backwards kind of like messes with your brain and just like makes you do something. And it can be even as simple as like if I'm laying in bed and really don't want to wake up to go to school, I'll be like five, four, three, two, one, and then I just do it, and it's so much easier to do it. It's actually interesting facts. Yeah. And then another one of my favorite things to do. This has been a game changer for me to prevent myself from procrastinating. If there's an assignment or something that you really don't want to do, set a timer for yourself for three minutes and just tell yourself you're going to do it for three minutes. There's studies that are shown that 80% of people will keep going once the three minute timer's up. No, yeah, that's like so true because you're already there. You're already doing it. The hardest part is like starting. Mm-hmm, so. Totally. And then once that three minute timer's up, you can set another timer for three minutes. And this kind of tricks your brain into thinking you're only doing this task for three minutes. If you think about it this way, this is a great example of this. Like if I was given a video in math to watch and I knew it was going to be like a two hour video, then automatically right when I click play, I'm going to be like, oh, I don't want to have to listen Mm -hmm. to this two hour video. But if the video is like five minutes and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to really dial in because it's only five minutes. So it's just kind of like knowing how much work you're putting in right off the get go makes it easier for you to like continue doing it. If if you're telling your brain you're only going to do this task for three minutes, then it's tricking your brain into thinking that's how long you're doing it. And you really won't ever regret this. Like, you don't ever regret going to the gym. Like, if you really don't want to go to the gym and you go, you're going to be so proud of yourself. And same goes with this. Like, if you worked on that assignment for three minutes, you got it started. That's the hardest part. And you're going to be so proud of yourself for doing that. Yeah, this, like, applies to every aspect in life, I feel like. Like, if you feel that you have so much going on, you're so busy, your bed's a mess, you have so many chores to do. But if it literally takes two minutes, like just do it because you're going to be wasting more time stressing about it than it would take to actually do it. Okay. And like I procrastinate in school and like sometimes you can do that because there is a deadline and I always get it done, but there isn't a deadline in life. So might as well create the habit of not procrastinating because it's going to help you in every aspect of life. So for the last part of this podcast, we're going to be talking about some tips we've acquired to help us stay motivated Mm -hmm. in school. So the first one is that we're both very to-do list oriented. I live off of my to-do list. I have a to-do list. <laughs> Love it. Sorry, I'm just trying to add comments and they're not really going. On my phone, I have a to-do list for school and everything I need to get done for school. And then I also have them for like my day-to-day life, just like little tasks I need to get done throughout the day. It's so satisfying and rewarding to check it off, which just really makes me motivated to do it, honestly. Another thing I do, and that has especially been beneficial for me in college, it's very loud, like in my dorm and just like lots of places. It's hard to find like your alone time. So I, what I do is I take my noise cancellation headphones and I play like like study concentration music i literally have like a playlist 
called study music and I play that and it's like so weird classical music but every time I play that with my noise cancellation I like totally get into the zone and I'm in this like REM of relaxation and I feel like every time it like tricks my brain it's like okay here we go like we're gonna mm-hmm. study now you're no, actually gonna actually focus helps. now yeah and like finding times when you're most motivated I think is super important knowing when to get things done for me like I'm able to get more things done at night weirdly like yeah I've actually heard that studying before you go to bed is really beneficial because like it's the last thing you're going to retain before you fall asleep and then for the next eight hours that's what you'll be thinking about like if I'm studying for a test I'll cram in a little bit of studying right before bed because I like to dream about my math (laughs) (laughs) no it really helps though it really does Okay, and finding ways that work for you is super important because studying is really different for everyone, I feel like. And something that I've found ever since literally elementary school, I would love to pretend that I was like a teacher and I got a big Mm -hmm. whiteboard in my room. But I still used it like to this day. I will just like write down definitions and it makes it more fun for me. And also like teaching someone, like pretending that you're teaching will help you retain the information better. Yes. So I even got like a little whiteboard for college. Okay, so that's kind of all we have for today's episode. Sorry, that was a lot. We actually had a lot of information to share with you guys yes uh, but we just kind of want to give the obvious disclaimer that we don't want to come across like narcissistic or anything because we're still obviously young and still learning things but we just kind of wanted to share like our perspectives and kind of what helps us in school and helps us stay motivated yeah and just kind of tell you guys things about college that nobody knows that's kind of where we started we We kind of went off on a few tangents But hopefully that all made sense and you guys hopefully gained Took something some, yeah. from this. And then I actually did end up getting the podcast on Apple Podcasts. So Yay. for the people who couldn't listen, they now Spotify. Then go ahead and listen on Apple because... It's on there. It's it's <laughs> on there. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thanks so much to Presley for being here. Thank you for having me. So we'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya.